Feverview.
so I'm I'm Sissy um, on guitar and vocals. Uh, next we have. <laughs> I'm Molly. I play bass. Sissy's also the songwriter and band leader and um, pink lady extraordinaire. Uh, and uh, then this. Drums. It's drums. 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 <laughs> drums. Uh, resident rocker. It's Bill. Resident funk maker. <laughs> do you want to do the timestamp for me? 91.3 KXCI Tucson, live in Studio 2A. <laughs> this is... Uh, 91.3 FM, Tucson's only locals only. <laughs> <laughs> Live in Studio 2A. Here I am. Can you hear me now? Can you, uh, anything? Think, yeah, there you are. <gasps> I hear oh, we can hear too. you. All right. <laughs> we are live in Studio 2A with Fever Few and so lucky to be here. Also live streaming on YouTube. We have Sissy, Molly, Bill. Thank you so much for being here. The very origin of this band, I've seen seen it maybe like 18 months ago almost two years ago when it was just you and it's um, changed so much yeah so I started Fever Few while I was um, living in Chicago uh, right before winter I had been in some pre uh, bands previously and those didn't work out um, and I finally was, I was just like I am just going to pick up this guitar that I ever never play and start writing some stuff because it's about damn time I eventually uh, I ended up moving back to Tucson, where I connected, well, I reconnected, I guess, with some lovely friends of mine, uh, Stephen Romo and Ray Bear, uh, who played with me briefly for a few months. Sometimes things don't work out, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, I love them both dearly, <laughs> and they're both still doing great stuff. Um, and I'm lucky enough to have gotten to be in another band with my good friend Bill Barron. Um, we were in a band previously together before I moved to Chicago called uh, De La Noche. Very short-lived, but very fun. Cool. And then uh, I met Molly Reagan this last year, and she's she's come on. She's so freaking talented. Yay! And the first time I saw you, I think, was at Chick Magnet, and you were wearing, like, a beautiful diaphanous white dress. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, fever few. It's like Shakespeare, and she's like Ophelia. And then <laughs> the sound that has been evolving since then is so, uh, like, uh, not jarring, that's not quite the right word, but you know, it, it doesn't, it's not what you think is going to happen with like a Shakespearean mm -hmm. heroine <laughs> in a white dress. Can you tell me a little bit about the evolution of that sound? I've always been into heavier things. Mm -hmm. um, I do struggle a lot with mental illness, so that affects a lot of my writing. It's hard to write a song with a lot of minor chords and feel really invested in it if it doesn't have a sort of like dark tinge because I'm putting my emotions and my feelings into something. And while I portray a very positive, bubbly thing surface wise, when you people who know me know that I'm a pretty, I'm a bit of a negative Nancy, but in a fun way. <laughs> So, and then the way that you express yourself through your, the way you dress on stage. And do you dress like this, like, at your day job? Pretty, pretty colorful pink person. Right. A lot of pink. I, I mix in some other colors. Yeah. Blue denim. I love denim. There's always glitter, though. Every time I've seen you, there's I, glitter somewhere. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So that juxtaposition is, I think it's really powerful. Do you find that this is where you let yourself roar? Or is it kind of expressing a side of yourself that is always there? Um, it's definitely expressing something that's always there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty intense person, I think. It's not like a so, two-faced. No. Like, by night, well, she's a monster. <laughs> I mean, I do have a Gemini moon, so, you know, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how did, I think you, you already went over this, but how have you found playing with, uh, like, more sound? It's getting heavier. There's there's bass and drums oh, now. There's amazing. rhythm. Yeah. It's so much better. Um, during the brief period of time that I was playing solo without uh, without bass and guitar, uh, or maybe bass and drums, mm -hmm. um, I was my, a friend of mine had uh, made a, a ABY pedal for me so that I could uh, split my guitar signal into a bass signal as well um, to help fill out some sound live. And so I was doing that briefly, um, but it's it's just so much better like this and. There's more control over what's being played bass-wise, and uh, it's sort of it's lovely because it allow I've, uh, Molly's bass playing. I feel like allows us to keep us um, a three-piece mm -hmm. um, because she is so creative. It's like having a second guitar, yeah, um, which is wonderful because I play mostly rhythm stuff. There's a little bit of lead here and there, but 
Yeah, I definitely get that sense. Molly, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you played bass. How long have you played bass? <laughs> How did you pick up bass? And and you're extraordinary. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, it's funny because I don't consider myself a bassist. I guess I didn't until the last <laughs> couple months when I started playing with Sissy and Bill. Um, I mean, I've been playing instruments my whole life just like, Oh, let's take piano lessons. Okay, now I'm going to play the flute. Mm-hmm. And I played mandolin for a while. So I've always been playing something. And then I tried to play guitar for a while. And I tried to write my own stuff a few years ago. And it didn't really sit right with me. And a friend sold me a bass and some not great amp for really cheap. <laughs> and I was like, sure, I'll take them. And then I never played them. Um, and but then, you had them. And I had them. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. And then I ran into Sissy one night at Shays or something. I think it was and- Cans somewhere yeah, on the app um, and she was like I need a bassist and I was like I, I have a bass I can play no no <laughs> she was straight up like hi I'm Molly I think we've met a few times before I hear you need a bassist I can play bass <laughs> like it was that confident and I was like okay so you say that you say that but I think you don't remember the conversation <laughs> that we had maybe a few nights before <laughs> that's also totally possible <laughs> when you told me that you needed a bassist <laughs> this is such a classic rock and roll origin story. It's like when they threw Sid Vicious a bass and he was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, but now I'm like, I'm just going to be a bassist forever. Yeah. You're so good at it. It's fun. It's yeah. fun playing with these guys, too. It's fantastic. And it's really uh, like I think any audience member gets that like crazy, like visceral feeling when there's a three piece and the guitar and the bass are like completely they need each other. Yeah. You know, and that's definitely coming through with this. Particular iteration, and we're not leaving out Bill at all. But <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> all right, compliments all around. Bill's just straight chilling. I think we need to get back to the music. We're doing three songs next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm trying to think of how long they all are, but I can't remember. Long enough. Long enough to party. Yeah, and you know, if we're feeling weird about time, we'll just talk about it later on. There you go. We're good.
This is KXCI Tucson. We are live in Studio 2A for Locals Only with Feverfew. Thanks for being here once again, you guys. It's incredible to have you. Ooh. The sound is extraordinary in this room, and everyone in the control room is smiling like weirdos. <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool, like, having people behind the glass. This has never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's usually, like, a mirrored creepy thing right yeah no well if you're like being investigated yeah like in a <laughs> russian spy novel or film anyway being investigated for coolness yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man i keep getting distracted you guys are silly it's great um so i do want to know a little bit about your songwriting style what sparks you like what's your catnip what's the thing that you see or feel that you're like i have to write a song about that uh i, I don't know i usually just get like <laughs> no bill <laughs> he's making the finger into hole gesture <laughs> tune in on youtube and facebook <laughs> um no it's actually way less fun than that it's just like i get overwhelmed with emotion mm -hmm. um and then i just you know, I start writing down lyrics, uh, just like words, mostly nonsense mm -hmm. um, for how I'm feeling. Sometimes I'll even go back and look at like old like things I wrote like years ago mm -hmm. and use that because I feel a lot of the same things. I think most of us do. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just come up with a melody uh, and sort of like structure words around that uh, guitar melody. So your songs, it sounds, and correct me if I'm wrong, that your songs have a certain element of like being therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot. I feel like a lot of what I write about is uh, not self-hate, but overcoming self-hate. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just sort of a, it's been a journey in learning how to love myself. So. Well, that kind <laughs> of answers my next question, which was, uh, I'm always curious about songs that have this kind of uh, deeper, more therapeutic, more uh, intensely emotional side to them. How is it performing them over and over and over? Thrilling. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, I don't relive the things in a negative way, mm -hmm. but it's, and every time we perform, it's an opportunity to, I guess, release any pent up energy that might be kind of in the same boat mm -hmm. so it's just it's all therapeutic it's all really fun yeah um. it definitely <laughs> looks like you're all having a fantastic time I think I read an article where you were referred to as like a joyful gang that you wanted to stay on their <laughs> good side <laughs> which I totally feel I'm trying to think what us being really really angry would be like I, I don't even know just like keep it internal. I don't think we would ever tell anybody. <laughs> it, well, it sounds like there's too much catharsis for you guys to to stay mad. That's in air quotes sure. for people listening. Um, no, I don't. I don't hate people. So yeah. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is is your like development of sound specifically your guitar sound and your vocal mm -hmm. sound, um, and this is a controversial statement, but in my experience a lot of women don't feel super empowered around gear specifically mm -hmm. and I'm just wondering if you can talk about your process you have pedals that you rely on heavily and you're very adept at using <laughs> <laughs> um well that's uh so I dated a partner for four or five years um he he's from here we moved here we dated here and moved to Chicago together. Mm -hmm. um, he was really supportive of me musically because um, he's an artist himself. He'd been in some some like big Tucson bands. Um, but he was super supportive of, he's like a gearhead. So he would teach me, like, he, you know, he'd let me use all his pedals without question, would like teach me how everything worked. Yeah. Um, he, he helped me make, he helped me pick out uh, this, like, he helped me build my setup. The, the furry the, the amp, amp. The amp, yeah. the, uh, the sun head was um, one of his items that I ended up buying off of him because it just worked so well um, when I was playing bass in a previous band. Um, and it works really good for guitar because it gives me an extra, like, bass heavy, mm -hmm. which is what I, like, my, it's part of, like, my whole sound setup. Yeah. Um, and then you got your fuzz. Yeah, my fuzz. That was a, that was a. A Christmas gift after we broke up, actually. 
So we're still friends. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but I sort of ended up putting everything together just through him being like super positive about teaching me when I had questions and just through my own just like drive, I guess. Yeah. Um, some of the some elements I picked up just through watching um, bands that I admired, uh, like the vocal processor. Yeah. I know I guess you could say I air quote stole the idea not really but it sounds very much your own (laughs) your own roar (laughs) Uh, let's talk a little bit about your recording process at Midtown Island yeah Um, oh Matt (laughs) yay Matt Um, it's innumerable the number of times that (laughs) Matt's name has been called out like that in the studio (laughs) so excited Um, you have an album coming out correct it's it's on its way somewhere (laughs) it's done we're um, sitting on it. We're sitting on it. Eventually it will yeah. emerge. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we currently have a single released and um, we'll be releasing a, a second single before, uh, hopefully before Thursday. Oh, cool. Um, I was going to get it done today, but we got really busy printing merch for the tour. Um, so that kind of took a back step, which is all right. Shameless self-promotion. Yeah. We now have, have hand-screen-printed T-shirts Woo! and totes. Yes, baby. Oh, thank shoot. you, Lucas and Summer. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, Lucas Mosley of uh, Pork Torta and Shook It. Awesome. Local shout-outs. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I was going to say, there was also a Resonar screen print on the wall there, mm-hmm. Matt Rendon. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, well, we're kind of segueing into it. I do want to go back to recording, but... You do have a very important tour kickoff show <laughs> on the 23rd next week yeah. and a show at Wooden Tooth before that Yes, where you will be selling your merch. You want to just talk a little bit about those? Um, so our Thursday show, this Thursday, the 18th at Wooden Tooth, it's with the expats mm-hmm. and uh, Gooch Palms on tour. Um, and Gooch Palms are from... Australia? I think I think they're from Australia. Holy they're, cow! They're another of the like really cool Australian bands that keep coming around. Yeah, um, we're so, so lucky. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. I think we're probably we're probably gonna aim to play first. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really want to go see Ice Age afterwards. So that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry for anybody who doesn't yeah. want to come early and see us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the twenty third is the big one. Yeah. Yeah, um, Nanami is coming down from Phoenix. It's because mm-hmm. we're playing their tour kickoff the night before in Phoenix. So oh, they're cool. coming down on their second stop, well, I guess first stop on tour, to yeah. play our kickoff. Even though we played a show the night before in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It'll be really fun. And this really great high school band called Stripes is on it as well. Stripes 520, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell me a little about them because I keep hearing whispers <laughs> here and there and then they're on the bill for they, things. They also recorded with Matt Rendon. It's true. <laughs> there you go. There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool, and I hate to say kids because I don't want to like sound pretentious, like an adult who plays music, uh, but young, there younger, are a lot of yeah, there are a lot of under twenty one people in this city who are making some really incredible music, and they're playing really incredible house shows and different all ages venues and things like that. And we're trying to get them in, like I book at Congress. We're trying to get them in more there and just get them more in these bigger spaces, so that we can like foster this incredible scene that's coming up. So it's good. about time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. come see Stripes. <laughs> they're probably gonna play first. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and then so the twenty third is your tour kickoff. Where's your where are you guys going? And it's your first tour. How are you preparing? Bill, where are we going? <laughs> Hopefully we're going to this place I like in Tijuana called Hotel Hong Kong. <laughs> but I think we'll probably stick to the state side of the line. <laughs> you never know, a day off. Yeah. Um, we're starting in San Diego, I believe. Um, I think at Bar Pink. Mm-hmm. Um Thank you for the name, <laughs> the world. Uh, Costa Mesa, uh, Long Beach, mm-hmm. L.A., Phoenix. Um, uh, I think that might be it. Yeah, short I, and sweet. Yeah, it's short and sweet. That's it's our perfect. first tour, so yeah. we're not trying to go crazy. Is um, this your first tour as this three-piece? Yes. What are you gonna bring? Like a big bag of oranges, and like what? What's your? What are your details? My car snack is sweethearts. Sweethearts <laughs> in the roll. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll have a lot of those. Yeah. You're gonna learn lots of things about each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a car snack. I try not to snack. Yeah. I get snacky. So back to serious questions, real quick. Um, 
you guys have a lot of momentum behind you, I think. Ooh, um, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that. I did a lot of research today. There's like a, a simmer underneath you and, and like a little bit of like uh, like whispers and excitement. Ooh, cool. Um, with this energy that you have, what are, what are you hoping to accomplish? Like what, what would be the ideal? What are your crazy dreams? I want someone to book a tour for us. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And let's get a label outside of Arizona to put out our record. Yeah. Um, just someone, a uh, tour manager, a tour booker, and a label to promote and, you know, pay for all the messy stuff. Yeah. The whole thing crew. <laughs> also, I just want to tour. I just want to tour and I want to have fun. Yeah. And party. Yeah. You know, polite party. I don't want to get messed up. I just want to party. <laughs> yeah. You don't seem like someone who is not invited back, <laughs> which I appreciate. Uh, we'll see what happens after our Congress show. Yeah. Um, so the album, everyone should keep an eye out for it. It should be coming soon. You'll probably have a big yeah. album release. But right now there's a single called Bed of Ash that mm -hmm. anyone can go check out. And then quick recap, we have Wooden Tooth on Thursday. And the 23rd at Congress being the big hoot nanny tour kickoff. Wear your glitter. Yeah. <laughs> anything else before we hop back into the music? Um, Any other, anything else to plug? Uh, just start no, just come see us play. Music. Yeah. Be nice to us. Yeah. <laughs> Buy us things. We'll be nice to you, probably. If you wear glitter to any of the shows, I'll give you a free sticker. Awesome. <laughs> I will be there. I'm just, just trying to promote our merch i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> all right so we'll do three more songs we have four more four. that's four. perfect we okay. have time for it yeah. do it we will thank um, you <laughs> bleep me if i mess up <laughs>
you